Welcome back to First Lady and Friends. We are here uh, with a new friend. Actually, just really? kidding. <laughs> a very, very old friend. I'm back. <laughs> this is episode uh, with Kirsten Rapley, where we are talking about show up again. We yes. haven't done an update for a while, so we thought we would come together and talk about show up and all the crazy things that we've been up to and how the initiative is going. So as director of First Lady Initiative, yes, yes. Uh, we have the expert here to tell us all about Ooh. what we have been doing, because I don't know if I can remember all well, the things. Isn't that the craziest thing? You can be like so involved in a project and it can like take over your life emotionally and mentally for a while. And then when it's done, it's like, all right, we're on to the next thing. Yeah, we've been doing so many things that it's hard to get wrapped up in too much all at once we just go forward to the next which is so fun yeah i think that's great. the cool thing about show up in like year two which we should say by the way yes. we had a birthday show up had a birthday we had a birthday on april 27th was our one year birthday yes. of show up being born um <laughs> it was a little baby and now we're all grown up <laughs> grow so fast <laughs> we do sadly uh, so yeah, we just want to give a little update, uh, Kirsten, let's talk about maybe the things we've done, uh, yeah. this last year and, um, some of the highlights. Let's talk about that. Oh, that sounds fun. Although it's going to be hard to pick out highlights because I feel like each of the focus areas. So for those who are uninitiated to show up, maybe like a 30 second background, um, when we first came into our roles, um, we didn't exactly, we had some ideas about where in the community we wanted to work. And the cool thing about being first lady is that you just kind of got to like sink your teeth in and figure out where are the gaps in the community and where you can serve. And then also where are the places that um, like the community is doing a great job of meeting people's needs when it comes to like rebuilding empathy and connection in this sort of like post pandemic space we're in. And so um, we have four focus areas under show up, which is hilarious. And, and Abby won't say this out loud, but I know from doing research that like all across the country, most first spouses and partners do like a project or like a couple of things like none of them have four. And you just couldn't choose between. Well, I had a lot of passions <laughs> and I had a lot of time, um, 23 years as a stay at home mom to really think about and hone in the things that I'm passionate about and the things that. Um, speak to me and the things that I might be good at, but mm -hmm. I don't know because I hadn't tried it yet. So, yes. so we're, you know, and then to see, to look out and see the needs and, and sort of what calls to me for, you know, where, where we can have the most impact. And so, you know, obviously we've talked about this before, but unified sports, mm -hmm. um, foster care, teacher wellness and, and, uh, emotional intelligence skills for children and uh, service. Yes. And so those yeah. are our four areas. We've been working really hard in each one of them. And it's it it feels like organized chaos most of the time. Yes. Like we are going forward and it is organized, but it's a lot. And so we've been people always, you know, they're like, oh, my gosh, I saw you here. And then I saw you there. And I saw you there. Mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. it's because um, we have incredible partners throughout that make this possible. We yes. have throughout the state people doing amazing work in these spaces. So as much work as we're doing, it's not just us. We're we're doing um, this work with amazing people um, 
all over the state that we've connected with over this last year. That's actually probably my favorite part of the initiative overall has just been the people who we've gotten to partner with and me and the people who have been vulnerable with us and shared their stories of triumph and trials and everything in between. And you uh, just the community that sort of built itself around show up has been really cool, right? Like yeah. at first when we were sort of getting our feet wet in these different spaces, we were trying to figure out who was already working in them. And now it's like people are just coming to us and providing opportunities, right? Like to, to, to tonight, um, Thanksgiving Point is doing an amazing event for all these foster families. And it was just, you know, so easy for them to step up and say, yeah, we didn't necessarily see this need before. But now that we do, they're like fully taking some of um, one of our foster care organization partners under their wing and and they're going to do like ongoing events with them. Right. So I think that's probably if I had to say one thing other than the people that was that's my favorite part of show up and being on the show up team, it's getting to be the connectors because between like our you know scrappy and our team is small we, there are just a few of us who are working on the initiative full time and so it's just about being able to effectively make those connections and we're getting better at it but the governor's office like between the governor's office and like the philanthropic community of Utah we kind of know everyone somehow and if we don't know someone we know someone who knows someone and so that's been one of my favorite things is just being able to bring people into spaces to see where the needs are with foster care with special olympics or hey utah's in need of service right now for ukrainian refugees um and or like teachers need help with mental wellness resources right now and and once people see the needs that we get to present to them like it really is such an honor to be able to present these things that we've learned they jump on it and they're, they are looking to do good. Like it really is part of the fabric of our community to be like the ones who do the doing. And I, I've loved that. Yeah. We're, it's a state of doers for sure. Um, so let's let's maybe just talk a little bit about some highlights in each area. Let's talk about um, let's start with we just talked about foster care. So let's talk about foster care and the things that we've done in the foster care space um, this last year, maybe just some highlights. Maybe what are your favorite events that we've done? Goodness. That's hard to say. I think so. We've probably I don't even know the number, but we've done probably close to a dozen foster family nights out where we've partnered with local businesses and they just are open armed about, you know, foster families coming into their space. We recently did one at Classic Skating in Sandy. It was so fun. We had like 200 something foster family members there. And it was actually, I brought my family with me and it was my little boy's first time at a roller rink. And so he just jumped in there with all the kids and like to see the joy on their faces. There's nothing like the joy of a roller rink, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. It brings back uh, so many memories. <laughs> and you were willing to get out there on skates and then we ended up pulling you into doing other things. I was not willing to yeah. be clear. Like, I feel like now that I'm in my thirties, there are just some things about myself that I'm like, no, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> And I just know myself. Well, I did see I, I did see a mom get a little bit injured. And so I thought, yeah. well, maybe that doesn't seem like awesome. <laughs> so it's maybe I won't do that. Yeah. but, but And yeah. We, our partners brought like buckets with treats for the kids. And I mean, we just had such a great time that night. It was super, super fun. My kid has actually been bugging me like multiple times a week ever since then to take him back. And so far... The answer's been no, but his birthday's coming up, and I don't know how long I'm going to be able to like hold him off. Yeah. Um, but that, yeah, I think that one was one that was just super, super fun and meaningful to me. What about you? Yeah, um, I think anytime I get a chance to really speak with families, and I mean those those events, 
the 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 nights out with these businesses and the, and these partners is is really powerful because parents oftentimes don't have the resources. If you're mm-hmm. fostering people, you, you most of them have family members of their own before they get their foster children, and so there really isn't a lot of opportunity. First of all, just logistically with that many children. And or, you know, financially to to participate in some of these big places like the zoo, like um, Ogden Dinosaur Park, like classic skating, like Thanksgiving Point. And when businesses step up and say, yeah, we would love to have you come to our place free of charge, Mm -hmm. allow your families to get together. And, and not only do kids get to have those opportunities, but parents get a chance to talk to other parents. Yes. Just today we were talking about some experiences where kids, I had a parent tell me that, you know, I brought my kids to this foster night out and they came up to me and said, did you know he was adopted too? Or this friend that Mm -hmm. I just met was adopted. And, and, you know, have that connection to somebody who's, Going through a similar situation to you um, as children, mm-hmm. I think that's really powerful. They have somebody to talk to that yes. understands them. But also as parents to say, what what's working with you? I mean, we do this as parents all the time. As moms, oh, sure. I mean, we're always sort of networking. And how do you do this? And I mean, mm-hmm. my sisters and I are always like, what about this teenage problem? Or what about this young adult problem? That's where I'm at now. But yeah. um, when you have little kids, it's the same. And so I think it's really uh a really critical moment for them to come together and just to feel appreciated. I can't tell you how many times people have come up to me and said, I just, it feels so good that somebody cares that these businesses would care enough to provide this opportunity that they feel seen. Yes. It's just huge. I think that's what we're missing in, in the world today is just allowing people the space and opportunity to feel seen and appreciated it's powerful 100 percent um i think the interesting thing about the space for the initiative too is that the those foster family nights out that we're doing i mean one sometimes two a month this weekend we have uh we're bringing a bunch of foster families to a warriors rugby game right like they're they're coming up really regularly now and that's like the public facing stuff but the private facing stuff that like nobody gets to see um, because there's not really anything to see is when we get to work with um, Utah's Department of Health and Human Services and like DCFS because they come to us and they're like, hey, what are you hearing? What are you seeing? Tell us about the stories. Tell us about the struggles. And they um, have been wonderful over there. I, you and I had lunch with a director. What was that? Two, three months ago now. And she left with like a 20 punch point list of things that she wanted to check out or learn more about or um, see if there we could tweak something. And I just think that um, we have such a great backbone um, in this state of people like professionals with 501c3 organizations and others like in government who are working with these families. And it's just, again, we get to just help to raise awareness and we have some cool stuff coming up. Do you want to talk? Should we talk yeah, about some of yeah, the stuff we have I think going we on? Should, we should talk about that because um, not only are we, you know, getting established with our partners, we're helping them to work better together. We're um, working with our state agencies. Um, we're trying to solve some problems and that's, you know, we're not a policy Right. Organization for, sure. for, for sure. sure. But we are there to sort of um, facilitate best practices, facilitate 
um, the connection with the families and caseworkers and people that are working in this space. So I think that's that's important to note. Um, but coming up, there's there's a really powerful program that we want to start to implement, and it's yes. easy in your, our own communities. And I think this is going to be really powerful once we can hit the ground with this. And this is something that every single one of us can do. We can yes. all do something. And I think that's what's really powerful about it. It's an idea called care communities. And this is where if, a, you know, think about your church congregation or think about your service organization that you belong to group of friends or business, group of friends whatever. or yeah, your, your business, your place of work. And think about if there is somebody in your midst who is a foster family, or maybe it's you that are filling the pull to be a foster family or a foster parent, then all those around you that, um, you know, maybe can't foster at this moment or just, that mm-hmm. just isn't in the cards for them. They can be a part of the caring community around that family. So think, you know, a congregation and 10 families in that congregation that wrap around this family. And maybe and we want it to be very organized so that, you know, on Friday nights, this family brings dinner on, you know, Wednesday afternoon. This family mows the lawn on this, you know, whatever that family needs. And that will be very driven by the family, obviously. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Um, I just we're going to we're going to tap into our faith organizations. We're going to tap into all these different places to create these care communities around our foster families. Just ring the bell on um, the fact that there is so much need, right? Like for those who have been listening for a while, you've heard several episodes that relate to foster care, including just last week. I think that was that has been the most surprising and shocking thing from I never thought about foster care, honestly, before this role that I was in. I just didn't realize that the needs were there. And now like I feel like I just compelled to shout from the rooftops. Hey, Utahns, like, yeah, so everybody should be doing something for these kids. There's nobody in the state who deserves it more. There's nobody who needs it more. And. I'm really excited about the next year we show up to develop mentorship opportunities, to develop care communities in a way that's really effective and to just continue to build out the awareness. So look, be on the lookout. I think for, you know, listeners, we have a lot of things brewing and every, we need so much help in this space. We need so much help. And it's simple though, but it's, it's simple help. And that's the thing I just, I don't think, I mean, I think most of us thinking of, fostering, which, you know, because my heart is so uh, goes out to these foster families because it is it is really a labor of love and and really something that is so needed. Um, But I think looking out for those families and just seeing them and just figuring out what they need um, to to continue to be there for these children that are Mm -hmm. the most vulnerable children in our state. So I think that's a, a a powerful moment of us all looking inward to see where can we where can we serve and who can we help and how can we get involved. Yes. Um, so join us, yeah, come, jo- come along, come join us. This is a full call to action here. Come join and us. When we come right back, we'll talk about the other areas. We'll be right back. We're back here talking about Show Up Utah with Kirsten Rapley, and um, we are. Let's talk about the second focus area. We talked about foster care. Let's talk about unified sports again. Mm. Let's get caught up all day. I will talk oh, about unified sports all day long. It is so fun, and it's it's you know we each of these four 
focus areas feels like our children and each of them we get really excited about (laughs) when we're talking about them because it's and it's hard to know which one we love the most. It's true. I dream about them. I think about them when I'm eating dinner. I it's so like <laughs> we we're in deep now. Yeah, we yeah. really are. We have a problem. <laughs> but no, it is so good. And Unified Sports. Okay, I'm just going to put this out there for all of the listeners. Um if you have not attended a Unified Sports event, reach out to us. Yes. We will connect you with one in your area. It is the Ooh, most wonderful thing you will ever experience. Truly. Truly. It really, it really is. is. Um, it's like it gives you all the endorphins. Yeah. If you need endorphins right now, we'll give you them. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll point these, you in the right direction. <laughs> just think about um, any sporting event you've been to. And it's funny because, you know, you think about little all the little league games I've been to over my lifetime. And um, I've seen lots of parents yelling at refs and angry mm-hmm. about the and I've sat in the stand when I've you know my kid isn't winning and it's mm-hmm. giving me anxiety and I'm really upset and they're upset and it's really hard but this is none of that. It's not. It's all the good things about sports and none of the bad things about sports. It's true. I'm actually just realizing yes. that in that way right now, but it's so true. <laughs> it is. So it's kids with and without disabilities playing on teams together. Um, they cheer just as loud for the other team as they do for their own team. They do. Um, you see kids that are helping each other up. You see kids just, again, on opposite teams, just loving each other. Um, it doesn't matter really what the score is. It doesn't really matter, you know, ability level. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's cheering. I mean, when anybody makes a basket or scores a goal or you know, runs the race. Everybody in the stands goes crazy and it's just beautiful. So not only that, and I guess that's, that's the sort of what we get out of it by watching it. But I think the most powerful thing I've seen, and I had a teacher tell me this Mm -hmm. is it is literally changing the culture of the schools that are participating in it. And uh, I had a teacher say to me, she's she was coaching and she was also doing uniform, unified um, swimming. Mm-hmm. She was helping on the swim team that they had. Um, she said that one of her students who is a peer to one of the um, unified athletes went around to each one of her classes and said to the, the athletes classes. Yeah, to the mm-hmm. athletes classes and said to the kids in the class like this is how you help her this Mm. is what she needs this is how you connect with her yes and um she said it was all on her own this is just this student who decided that this is my friend and i'm going to do everything i can to make her feel loved and included and it is just creating a culture of full school inclusion for every student and it doesn't matter i mean like These athletes and these kids who have had different abilities their whole life are powerful examples of that. And it's the peers that are learning it from them. Yes. And showing us all the way it should be done. And learning like how to not be scared around people who are different than them or or people who they wouldn't otherwise like know how to approach, right? Yeah. I, the partnership and the camaraderie with these students is amazing. And wait, and I want to like really emphasize something that you said about changing school cultures. Like that's 
it really, really is like we're not just saying that to be overblown. Like we have toured enough schools and been to enough events at this point. Um, the the ROI on this program, right? Like it, yeah. it's actually really quite cheap to yes. put in schools, which is partially why we've had a lot of success over the last year getting it in there for what the students get out of it, for how it changes school culture, for the awareness and inclusion it brings is like unlike anything I've ever seen before. And I'm really proud. Like we started um, when we partnered with Special Olympics Utah, there were like 30 schools in the state doing it. And now, do you know? Do you know as of right now? Uh, 180 plus. Yeah, it's more than 180 plus schools are going to be doing it starting next year with like so much more momentum building up. And it's one of my favorite things has been businesses coming in because that's kind of one that we again we're kind of trying to play connector and just show people the opportunity um we've had really really incredible um education and business leaders who have come to us and like jumped into the fold with us on this and then we don't do anything right like we go and we support and we love to spend as much time as possible at these events but they're the ones who are like bringing in sponsorship dollars to make it happen and 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 sometimes it's actually the students who are going out to businesses and to education leaders and saying, hey, we, you know, my friend has this at her school. Like, how do I get it in mine? It's I I seriously think every single student in the state of Utah needs the opportunity to participate. Yeah, like I agree. Hands yeah. down needs it. Yeah, it's it's part of what we can do to build. Um, I mean, there's 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 it's it's an anti-bullying tool. Yes. It's a you know, it's all these it, it combats all the negative things that go on in schools um, and it yeah. just makes it just a beautiful place for every student. So I, I just, you know, and I'm not saying that, you know, they're never going to have any problems if sure. you have, but it really does create this environment within the school that is about love, belonging and inclusion. So it's been really cool. One of the coolest events that we did um, was the biggest basketball unified sports event in the state that's ever, ever. happened. Yep. We did it at Weber State. We had... Um, support from the jazz they brought mm-hmm. the jazz dancers and and you know they they were and there Trotta sponsored it so we had business nexus and hundreds of students participated yeah that day. It, and i and i five we, courts at once we still get you know families and and people mm-hmm. reaching out to us saying this was just the coolest event and the great thing about unified sports is it does all we have to do to get support for it is just bring somebody to an event yeah, and they just say, take all my money. It is so healing. It, seriously, I would I would give it all my money, right? Like, I, like and actually, in some ways, I kind of am in, in like in a sense because it is so healing for everybody who's involved in it that it's just, it's awesome. That basketball tournament was super fun. We did that soccer tournament last year and um, coming up, dear listeners, sometime in, I think, the month of October, um, we'll be partnering again with Real Salt Lake to do um, a, a the biggest ever soccer yeah. unified event that's happened in the state of Utah with them and uh, track their biggest ever track meet is actually today. We couldn't go because it's governor Cox's 500th day in office. And so they've got us on a pretty tough agenda, but um, I mean, not tough. It's lovely. We love you governor <laughs> Cox, but uh, there's, and then there's the summer games opening ceremonies at the end of this week. Um, yeah. So there's lots of opportunities so come to go to check this, it out. Yeah. Come Bring to your summer kids. games. It is where, uh, ooh, you're gonna test me. It's a it's a Granger <laughs> High School. Checking the calendar. Yep, nailed it. Summer games opening ceremonies, 
Friday, May 20th, 2022 at Granger High School and we'll be there. So yeah, if you so just want to come, come hang, come on by. Come uh, we would love to see you. Just it's it's a cool event. We're really excited about that. So let's talk a little bit about what's coming up. We have some really exciting things Really fun thing that we're doing. The funnest ever. In a couple of thing. weeks. Yes. Although I say it's going to be fun, like we're actually going to run It's you a ragged. lot of work. Honestly, <laughs> we are. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a lot of work, but it's in a fun place. And it'll be awesome because it's Unified Sports, and so it'll just be the best. But we are going to the USA Games. Yes. In uh, Disney World, Florida. Mm-hmm. And we are supporting our Wasatch basketball team, mm-hmm. our unified team there from there. And our soccer, our unified soccer team from Tooele, from Tooele High School. Yes. We'll, both teams will be competing in the USA Games. And so we are, we are one of, I think we're one of the only teams that have, or one of the only states that have multiple teams. Multiple teams. Yeah, and Utah hasn't had multiple teams go to the USA Games in like years and years and years. And then Utah also has a bunch of independent athletes who have qualified on their own for things like swimming and uh, I don't know, maybe we have tennis. I they have a really full roster though and yeah. yeah, you and I get to go out and be part of Utah's delegation to to support them and you know, lest you all think we're just taking a fancy trip to Disney World, we actually have a really cool slate of meetings that we're really excited about. Um, with Special Olympics International, we're gonna we get to meet with the chair. We get to meet with um, the whole board, and Abby um, is gonna get to present about the momentum um, of unified sports in Utah, and just try to garner continued support. And um, the more eyes on Utah and our expansion, I think, the better. And and I think we have a hope someday to be able to use what we've learned to help other um, leaders in other states to expand it too. So yeah. this is gonna be a big learning and like missionary missionary yeah. experience we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna like be evangelicals for unified sports we are we are <laughs> i get them tattooed on my arm <laughs> and uh then we want to just quickly transition into our what we're doing with our educators and our mm. edu- educator wellness uh initiative we are and it's too bad we don't have sarah here because she has been working sarah allred our deputy she has been working her guts out and she deserves a vacation to mexico right now she is headed to on a little vacation Mm. bless her heart she needs it because (laughs) she has been working nonstop to put our conference together so anybody in your life that's an educator you need to tell them july 12th Mm -hmm. we are doing a full huge one day educator conference it will be all about our educators, their wellness, their um, giving them resources, giving them connections yes. to uh, making sure that they have the emotional intelligence skills they have. We want them to stay in their jobs. We have brought together so many businesses to help sponsor so this. Yes, they are amazing. We have the the Ivory Foundation. We it's have presenting sponsors. We have um, so many that are doing um, amazing. Things to make sure that our teachers have the message Mm -hmm. that we care about our educators. They are critical to the future of the state and they need to make sure that they have the tools that they need to be successful. Yes, this has been one of my favorite things to help um, message just a little bit because they do. They need to feel seen and understood right now. It's been um, kind of whiplash over the last couple of years for the perception of educators in Utah. I will say this about the conference. Um, she's not kidding about like telling the educators, you know, there's we have graphics up on our social media um, 
Instagram, it's Show Up Utah, and um, Twitter, it's Show Up Utah, that has all the info. But the registration is open, and it's actually going really fast. So um, we have to cap it at a certain capacity um, due to some factors that we are dealing with. But um, So if you have somebody who you want to come, get them registered ASAP. Um, it's for K-12 educators um, only, not board members this time. Sorry, board members who have asked me that. You, you can come volunteer. We actually do need volunteers as well. So, And we have some of those spots open. So if you're a community member who feels passionate about like the, this like we do, um, come volunteer with us that day. It's going to be stellar. We're doing a bunch of giveaways. We have a comedian coming at lunch, which is going to be Earth's just dried after lunch. Yeah. Um, and also really motivational speakers. We I think our goal is for educators to leave feeling like they spent the day at the spa and the amusement park and engaged in really interesting intellectual conversations and then coming away with like a really great tool kit of all new tools for their own emotional and mental well-being that they didn't know about before. And yeah. the content is looking stellar, if I do say so myself. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it's heavy education focus, so it's not, I mean, this sounds in a, I, I hope it doesn't come across that we're we're talking about just fluff. I mean, there no, are some not. really um, powerful resources that, that teachers are going to gain and learn um, skills, actual skills to, to take care of themselves and their students, both in their professions and in their home life. And so yes. I think, um, let, lest you think it's just a party, nope, which it's going to feel fun. It's going to be, it's going to be very fun, but it's also going to be very meaningful because that's what we're about. So yes. We um we want everybody possible that can come to come and we want to send a message to our educators that you matter and we want you to have all the resources that you need to stay in your jobs and keep being the amazing people that you are. Yes. Well said. Enough so, said. Yes. And so <laughs> when we come right back, we're going to talk about our very cool things we're doing and our service initiative. We'll be right back. We're back here on First Lady and Friends with Kirsten Rapley. We're talking a show up initiative. Yes. And um, we're, we're remembering all the things we forgot to say. We did forget to say. <laughs> yeah, we have to cover this. For our Unified Sports Golf, we did a golf event. It's the first of its kind in yes. the States, never been done before. A Unified Golf program that we kicked off with our amazing friend Darcy out at Glenmore uh, Golf Course yes. in South Jordan. And Mayor Ramsey down there, who's a good friend of the program. Yes. Uh, anyway, they, they just were... saw it. They caught the vision. They were like, hey, can yeah. we partner with you, show up on launching developmental golf? And we're like, great, let's get Special Olympics Utah. Bam, bam, bam. They did a lot of doing. Yeah. And then we had this incredible event. My favorite part was Becky Pickle, who's also a good friend of the program. Yes. We've had her on. Yeah. We had her like kind of early yeah go back and listen to that episode she's our favorite person ever we love you becky she uh, is an owner operator of a couple of chick-fil-a's and so she let me help her give away eight years worth of free chick-fil-a to the students yeah that was like a life <laughs> highlight for me who so doesn't great. want to do that and then you know? mickey and minnie came and mickey it was and minnie so and mirabelle and batman yeah it was so great and the kids just golfed had fun. It was really fun. It was a Free bit cookies. chilly, but it was yeah. it was really, really a fun event. And so now they're carrying it on. Um, the whole idea was, and the kids got to get out of school to come over and um, try out developmental golf. Um, it was a good like f combination of kids with and without intellectual disabilities all participating. And now they're arranging like a whole league 
and they're going to compete. And then we're going to go back and roll it into the Utah Open event, which is going to be super fun. And then from there, like, we're really hopeful that it'll catch on and that other golf courses will be interested in doing the same thing. But it's another example of the people, right, Abby? Like, oh, yeah. The they people just... who are coming into the show up orbit are the best of the best. Yep. They just do things. And then, I mean, this was something they came up with. It wasn't us. And we... We just were there to shine a spotlight on the amazing people doing amazing things, and especially the kids. Um, it was it was super. <laughs> the fun. kids' faces when they saw the characters coming yeah, out it was so cute. It was the best ever. Like I loved it. Talk about yeah. the endorphins. Yeah, the endorphins. Y'all. It was the so endorphins. good. It was so good. Uh, but let's talk about our service initiative. And we talk, we've on this program we've talked about our one two three campaign. Yes. So we won't go into that, but just know that's going full board. And mm-hmm. um, why don't you? Well, let's let's talk about some of the service things that we've done, and then we'll get into what's coming next. Okay, this is going to be one of those who are where our service partners who are listening are like, you forgot this and this and this. And th-. I actually yeah. think service, like quantity wise, compared to all of the other. Um, focus areas is like just massive because they're Utah surf. That's what we do, right? That's yeah. it's in our DNA. It's in our blood. And so I'm going to forget a lot of them, but we have been doing a lot of really great service projects lately. Um, always love partnering with the governor's office on their quarterly service projects. So um, recently went to a school. I actually didn't even go, so I shouldn't yeah, talk about it. No, I just it was really, help it was really fun. We were we were at a school in Endeavor Charter School. Yeah, and and so we were, we were down there. And we spoke to the kids and we, we actually, the governor's team, it was really fun. They went into the classrooms and they taught for a little bit, which was really great. So cool. So and cool. then, uh, and I went in and spoke to the educators for a minute and just listened to their concerns, which is again, another one of my things that I love to do because um, listening to educators' concerns, listening to what they're dealing with and, you know, really we're trying to craft the conference to address a lot of those issues so you know all this feedback from them and just really that opportunity to let people talk about their struggles i think it just means a lot and and so it means a lot to us too right to get to hear them and people get so real with us yeah um good thing you're not very intimidating (laughs) i think there have probably been other people in similar positions who have been more intimidating but they're pretty real with us which is which Which is exactly what we want um we want to make sure that this conference is exactly what they need it's addressing those needs and so we want to make sure that that happens and we can only do that by listening yes Uh, you Um, want me to list off some of the other ones because i did pull up a document yeah i I will just say that when we were at that school we we did one that was we painted this we painted this wall in the gym and it was really fun because I love to paint. So I feel like you get like down to business in those cases too. Like I do. People are like, Hey, I want to catch up. And you're like, great. I'm hosting this event. I should totally catch up with you. But then you're like, but I also want to get dirty and paint the scaffolding with me and (laughs) paint because that's, (laughs) yeah. And I get a little zoned in when I paint too. So I'm a little, Oh, you do. You very much do. So, but every, yeah, it was, it looks lovely. Um, And I do have to say there was the sweetest little boy and Spencer was in his class and he raised his hand and he wanted, he wanted to ask a question. So he asked him, can I give your wife some jewelry? Oh, and he gave me a necklace. It Are you serious? Cute little, like seriously, the little people of our state are going to save it. Yep, I, they're seriously? the best. There, I just there's Sweet not a time God. that I don't go in the school that I come out just lifted and 
I actually so worry about this sometimes. I, I think I told I told the governor after this event. I was like, every time we bring her to a school, I'm afraid she's never going to leave, and she's just going to quit being first lady, and she's going to quit show up, and she's just going to be like, actually, I'm a teacher now. See ya. <laughs> like, come back and get no, me when just, you're done with this politics thing. <laughs> I do. I do love being in the classroom. I do love being in schools. I love being around the kids, and I love, love, love being around my kids with disabilities and. Um, different abilities and all the they're just beautiful spirits the best but yeah let's talk about some of the other service okay so this april uh, and i think we've talked about this on the pod before but um what our executive advisory board and service committee for show up decided they wanted to do was take each month each of the 12 months of the year and focus on a different sector of the population and do projects with them and highlight them on our social media and then have them like people from that sector do the one two three challenge so some of the stuff we've done recently um our wonderful amazing partners um that are associated with ksl here uh boncom bonneville communications they put together a service project at the hogel zoo and that was super, super fun. What was your highlight from that? Well, again, it was a little chilly. It was chilly. We, we're not we, afraid of a little cold. We plan these things. And if it's if it's it. cold, we just we go just forward. So we planted some. I was really actually kind of bummed because I kept saying, I want to shovel some manure. I want to shovel manure. And nobody would let me. So that was sad. You can do that at home on the farm. I know. So, but not cow manure. Or, I can do cow, but I can't do elephants. I mean, come on. <laughs> That's fair. You're it's weird. Like a dumb You're weird. No one actually literally wants to shovel poop. And yet here we are. And you do. <laughs> so we did plant flowers. <laughs> Our producer's like chiming in. He's like, Josh is like, yeah, it is weird. So two, two against one, Abby. I mean, who gets to do that? <laughs> Apparently not me. Okay, but we did get to do something that not very many people did get to do that yes, day, which we, was so fun. We shined and buffed the... The tortoise shells. The tortoises. The, yeah. Like a 500-pound one and a 300-pound one and tons of little baby and tortoises. And then we fed them, which was yeah. really fun. But we did plant flowers and the people mm-hmm. did a lot harder work than plant Mulching flowers. Mulching. Yeah. They were like digging up a rock to plant trees. Oh, yeah. And, that was not pretty Yeah, my work. son was there and he was working really hard and he... I felt a little guilty because we we kind of did the, fun the tortoises. <laughs> we worked really hard at the at the beginning too, though. Yeah, we planted flowers and it was chilly. That but. was great, and and yeah, Boncom has been such an amazing partner to yeah. us. So to just let us be part of their service project was really yeah. Awesome. So it was really fun because it was a whole company, you know. So they had their employees come, and it mm-hmm. was it was really great. And that was what we were trying to encourage is companies to do this. Larry H. Miller put on a great one. We weren't able to go to, but they, they put on a great service project. Uh, Lots of businesses around the state um, put on big service projects that month. And actually we want to know about them. So if you're part of a business that's doing service, that's one of the things that we're working to do better at show up in our second year is recognize um, service that's happening on the community. Maybe you can talk about that. Actually, we just we just started a new thing. We did. It's it's what we call our Show Up Heroes Award, and these are these are folks that we just see out in the community doing amazing things, and we just want to recognize that. So our very first recipient were the Lacrosse Boys uh, team in Corner Canyon, Corner Canyon. High School. Yep. They are really cool. And the reason, uh, I mean, boys lacrosse is cool anyway, because they're <laughs> just cute kids. But these guys are not only incredible lacrosse players, because 
Um, I think they're going to win the state championship. Yes, they're state champs. Yeah. So, and they are undefeated. Yeah. Right now, but their state tournament starts, I think, uh, not this weekend, but next weekend. And so we're, we're cheering for them. They not only participated in Sunday Supper, which is another um, foster event, foster event mm-hmm. where they came and they feed families on a Sunday mm-hmm. night. They cook the meal. They help them. They were so cute. I have to say, like these big, tough teenage boys are helping, you know, a little three-year-old through the Aww. line to get his food and talking to him and, and just connecting with these families. I mean, it's not normal these, for high schoolers. No, for sure. I'm telling you this. Maybe was, it is normal. I don't I know. know. They're so much so better. They're so yeah. much better. And, um, and not only do they do that, but they've, they've been participating in a unified event where they had mm-hmm. kids with different abilities come and participate in lacrosse. They also just did a big service project with one of our native tribes. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they and, are, and they do a thing where they like an highlight anti- educators, like they each choose an educator to highlight. And so that's why we chose and them. They is did they like did an four. anti-bullying video. Yes. So these, On their own, these like, kids are like phenomenal. The best. Um, and so I they always, hit all four focus areas yeah. and we're like, we need to. We had to. We had to. We had to focus on them. You brought and them so, crumble cookies. We did. It was it was really fun. So, yeah, there that was a and they're yeah doing service and helping helping their communities and helping mm-hmm. their school to come mm-hmm. together. It was really great. OK, should we rapid fire a few more? Yeah. Um, we did a really great month of the military child all abilities field day up at Hill Air Force Base. That was in April and it was amazing yeah so fun so cool again something i feel like we do something once and they're like oh we have to do this again we yeah, have we to have keep so going. many recurring events now <laughs> and then we're like then of course it has to get bigger and better and invite okay. more people and do more things yeah. and that was really was cool really the great. hill air force base community is incredible and that was just very fun we yeah. just threw like a little carnival with a bunch of our partners with um, special olympics and they have an amazing all abilities playground up there on the base and um colonel um Carol, the highest ranking member of um, the military here on the base, came and spent the whole time with us, which was so wonderful. We got to hire a food truck or like a Kona ice truck. What is that called? Yeah. Shaved ice. Yeah. And all everybody just got to have as much shaved ice as they want. That was really fun. It was great. I loved that. Yeah. It was, it was really great. Um, what are some of the other things? Uh, the One Utah Summit Service Project. We just did that. Um, and it was it was really phenomenal. So the One Utah Summit is a huge summit. I mean, mm-hmm. it it's, you know, a couple thousand people Massive. there, it's business the owners. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's a combination of a of a economic summit, an energy summit, and a, a global summit. Mm-hmm. And they – so – you know they're in there. You know you've you've seen these sort of conference summit type things. They're big. They're crazy. And the best thing about it is, since it's the governor's summit, Abby got to go to him and be like, "Hey, your summit's really cool and all, but like, why are we not doing service as part of your summit?" <laughs> and he couldn't say no to that. Yeah. So, so we, we did. so we did a we did actually kind of three service projects. We put together a thousand kits for food kits for kids. In school, we put together a thousand teacher gifts and then a thousand um, hygiene hygiene kits for schools as well. And Mm so that was a shout out to our Davis Education Foundation that helped us so much. United Mm -hmm. Way also Mm -hmm. was a big partner, United Way Salt Lake. Um, Just really cool 
event yeah, and we fun. put together 3,000 of these kits. Yes. Plus, we had a, hopefully a lot more ongoing partnership in Back to Two because um, we partnered with them and they said, okay, choose 10 of your partner organizations. And they all got to go and we called it Show Up Hall and they were all lined down the hallway and all the attendees got to go talk to the different organizations and hear about what they do and how they can get involved. So hopefully some really great partnerships that we can't ever quantify were made that day too. And I think that's also one we're going to have to just keep doing. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're just on a rotation yeah. now. Yeah. We we're just going to keep going. And, yeah. And, and I think they want to do one in the fall summit down in Southern Utah. So oh, let's do it. So let's I do think it. We're, we're good. Um, we're going to keep And there's there. so many other service things we could talk about. I think we want to hit one that we're going to be doing this summer, but I also want to say this month's focus for May is um, religious organizations in the state. So we've partnered with a lot of different organizations from various um, interfaith groups and whatnot to um, help to highlight the service they're doing. And then um, you, First Lady, will be hitting um, several different church congregations on Sunday to just thank them and to talk to them about service. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to do, I think we're going to do a service project on Saturday Saturday. and then we're going to go to one of our Dear friends, John mm-hmm. Oglesby's church um, up in Ogden. And so we'll do that Sunday morning. Um, yes. But yeah, I think it's really important for us to highlight these. I, we know you're doing them. We know that service is happening mm-hmm. all over. Mm-hmm. Um, one one last thing before we, before we wrap here too with service is that um, really looking forward to what we're, we're doing, we have a yes. couple of things. One is a huge um, kickoff our summer. Do you want to talk a little bit yeah. about that? I mean, we've never talked about it yeah, publicly this is, yet. So this, this is breaking is inside news. info a little bit. Yeah, It's kind of exciting. You're looking at me. Do you, you want yeah. me to talk about it? Yeah. Okay, awesome. Um, so our amazing and ambitious board um, came together and decided that rather than doing um, something a, a different focus every month during the summer months. They just wanted to focus on families. And the idea that came from a really great group of brainstormers around that table was um, that summers are a little bit selfish, right? For our families, we're jumping from trip to trip and summer camps and doing all these things as well. They should be like summer is the best. But um, the ask from show up to the community as well as a bunch of our partners this summer is going to be, hey, why don't you give up a you know, one of those afternoons at the pool. And why don't you or why don't you give up a trip to St. George this summer and instead come with your family um, to this event that we're putting on and commit to do a service project that we put in front of you. So we are partnered with um, You Serve Utah, with uh, Thanksgiving Point, who's hosting the event, with Boncom, who is helping us with all of the um materials for it and several other organizations um just serve actually being one of our our key partner for this event and we are going to give you as family members lots of opportunities to commit to doing service in ways in all sorts of different ways um that would make sense if you have little kids big kids if you're a big family if you're a small family if you want to do it with friends or a youth group whatever that is so we're hosting this event it's going to be on june 24th in the evening at thanksgiving point and we're going to have a cover band come and we're doing like bouncy houses it's going to be a whole awesome carnival type thing and then what you're going to do is go around to the different booths that are different charitable organizations in the state doing service and those charitable organizations will be able to share with you what options they can give you to sign up one of the biggest barriers to doing service i think for families and organizations in the state is just not knowing where to start yeah. and so we're doing all that for you like we're we're going to have every single organization there just have something ready to go and say you know it's this um or it's this date or you know whatever 
Um, and then you can sign up. And then once you sign up, we're going to do like prizes. Um, we're going to bring out some fun community members and do some big giveaways that day. Um, I think it's going to be really, really fun. And our, our partners at Thanksgiving Point have already just been remarkable. So put it down yeah. on your calendar. And we should also talk about the 9-11 day of yeah, service so really if you, quick. If you don't get your service project in in the summer, mm-hmm. as, which you should, which or just you do should both. and you can do more. So if you if you just can't get enough of service, which I hope that's <laughs> true for all of us, there is going to be a 9-11 day of service like we did last year. But there we are partnering with the organization that created the 9-11 Day of Service. Mm-hmm. And Salt Lake is going to be one of 11 states uh, or cities in, in different states that are doing this particular project. Mm-hmm. And it's packing um, meals yes. for families in need. And so we are going to be calling for everyone, thousands of volunteers. Yes. Um, we're going to put together as many meals as possible. We're hoping like a quarter of a million at least yep. in one day. Yep. And so we're it, it's going to be great. We're going to be organizing that. We're going to help um, get volunteers for that. And it's going to be amazing. So if you just can't get Pencil enough of in. service, <laughs> just keep going. And we'll be doing that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Not very much going on with us. Yeah. No, we've just been laying <laughs> it's around. It's such a joy, though. <laughs> yeah, we just chill all day, every day. It really is such a joy, though. Like as crazy as things get, um, I've had to step back and just like take in moments where I realize like that we're so fortunate to have this platform like as part of the team i'm grateful that you're just using the crap out of it right like (laughs) probably probably a classier way to say that but it's just really really cool that um we could build this to this point over a year and i'm really really excited to just continue building the orbit yeah building the community yeah and and seeing the needs spotlighting people bringing people in um, partners that are doing amazing things um, so I'll just go ahead and put the plug in. Make sure you visit showuputah.org to find more about what All we're things. doing, yeah. to sign up for the teacher conference, to sign up for a service. You know, if you want to be a part of the service, get the information for that. Um, showuputah.org, Show Up Utah on yep. Twitter Instagram. and Instagram. Follow us there. You'll see all the things that we're doing. And it's a great Join time. Us. So come along with us. Thanks for being a friend today.